so fat, I get I run out of breath now. Like I feel all of this just pushing down on my lungs. That's a terrible thing. I know. What are you doing? Nothing. Why? No, because I'm lazy. You're not lazy. <laughs> Even Lori noticed. She goes, why do you breathe in so deep when you're just sitting there? I was like, yeah, because I'm a fat slob. <clears throat> Doesn't that scare you? Yeah. I've cut, I've cut it down. I, I've cut down the the crappy food. Yeah. But in two weeks, I'll be fine. It comes quick. <laughs> There's going to be a time when it doesn't come so quick, but. But eternal optimist. I have until I'm 60. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone to check me out on your favorite podcasting app. I'm not on all of them, but I'm on most of them. And then uh, the YouTube channel. I've been getting, I've been posting little shorts mm. on the YouTube channel. In the past uh, 24 days, I'm at over 70,000 views. Wow, that's a lot. And my subscribers have gr- grown a ton. Oh, that's cool. Not, I mean, I still have very, very little. Yeah. But since I've been consistently doing Yeah, it, you've been more consistent, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I post two shorts almost every day that's cool yeah i've seen some of them it's pretty cool (laughs) but you know people i'm not built for retail and people why are some people just so predictable like the the predictability in a whole lot of people to me is just we're we're creatures of patterns. Dude. Yeah. I so mean, the, the reason we're, that I'm, we're all predictable. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is that the videos that I have, but that have consistently the most views, are the ones that I did a couple, a few shows ago with. Her name is Erica Hampton. She's a boudoir photographer. Yeah, the the sex one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those tons of views, mm-hmm. all of them, because she mentions panties or she mentions, you know, you know, the word, even the word sex is in there. And it's like, oh, come on. But then the... the I'm probably going to be on the low end of your views today. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> we need to find a way to throw in the yeah. word panty in there. Yeah. <laughs> Boxing panties. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I had some really interesting conversations with uh, my buddy Eric Morgret, who's a filmmaker. We mm-hmm. spoke about censorship and we spoke about... Um, like just art like can you criticize art like is art able to be criticized this show is brought to you by the sneakers friend if you're a sneakerhead and have dozens or hundreds of shoes and it's heat and you wear them you'll definitely want to check out the sneakers friend or if you're just getting into sneakers and you want to keep them looking fresh you'll definitely want to check out the sneakers friend formulated with gentle cleaning agents you can use the sneakers friend across a variety of materials and they have a special offer for cz media podcast listeners go to the website thesneakersfriend.com purchase your cleaning kit and enter in code czmp15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order so go to their website thesneakersfriend.com order your kit type in code czmp15 
and you'll get 15% off. So again, sneakerheads, not so much sneakerheads, check out the sneaker shop. And then some people complain that there isn't enough context in these little shorts that I post, but the shorts are to draw interest. Yeah, they're like clickbait, right? <laughs> yeah, they're clickbait. clickbait. Yeah, I it's get like it. anyone mm-hmm. wanting context, don't ask. Just listen to the show. Yes. And, I, and plus, I won't engage, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but today I have Coach Trisha. Coach, nice to see you, Trisha. Good to see you. Thank you so much for carving time in your extremely busy <laughs> schedule, man. It's, yeah, it's been stupid lately. I, Just I don't know traveling and doing and Mm -hmm. i sent you a message a couple weeks ago and it's like when do you have time for me and what did you say like i said i I don't have a weekend off until (laughs) june (laughs) until after june yeah i don't have a weekend off until after june um shit 16th or something like that i'm gonna be in lubbock texas the second through the 11th in the heart of texas yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what hold on I didn't do that beforehand to sync the audio. Oh. Um, yeah, so I, was, <laughs> I think I replied, Jesus. <laughs> but then you were. <laughs> yes, you did. He did. <laughs> did reply, Jesus. And then I was like, wait, I could probably make a little bit of April 30th work. So it was yeah. like I had a shorter day today. So Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I know that <laughs> My pleasure. you have a tongue going on. Mm-hmm. But the, the so the latest thing mm. is the fights that happened <laughs> a few weeks ago at Green River. Yeah, um, you you were the coach and corner for Greg the Chicano Cobra Cruz. Yes, um, great fight. Oh, brilliant! Super good fight. Oh, he was brilliant. Um, tell me about it. Tell me what. How did camp go? How did the training go? Camp went really well. Um, I've had Greg since 2015, so I don't know what eight years strong now, mm. and a little small hiatus in there for a little bit. Um, he was gone for a bit. Um, uh, I've had him for 42, well, I guess a little less than 42 fights. He had a few fights. He came from Hawaii when he came to Seattle. And uh, he had like seven amateur fights, maybe eight. And we um, worked together. I got him to 35 amateur fights. He won Golden Gloves a couple of times. Mm. He got royally jobbed at regional Golden Gloves. Definitely won. The whole, Everybody knew he won. It was one of those situations. Mm. And... Um, and then the next day we flew to nationals and he didn't quite recover from that ripoff. Mm. And so at nationals, he didn't perform well and it was really hard on him. Um, but we got great experience. And then um, I've had him for all his professional fights. I think he is now five and two, though. He's really six and one mm. in my book. And you take them to Mexico. You take them. You take them everywhere. Yeah. Uh, during COVID, we couldn't get any fights, so we knew we were going to be an opponent. So we went to Arizona and was and had him fight at one thirty five. That's not even his weight class, but we said forget it. You That's know, higher than uh, way higher. Yeah, yeah. he fights at one twenty six. He's five ten at one twenty six. It's a great weight class for him. Hmm. But we said, what the heck? Uh, we got an opportunity. It was a decent amount of money. We knew we'd be an opponent, and just had to get him going again because he had been gone from me for a little while. And it gave him great confidence. He did great. He won over so many fans. And I don't know if you've been in Arizona, but the absolute best fight fans. I believe They're it. so smart. They're so intelligent. It's a pleasure to fight in front of a crowd like that compared to a drunk crowd that doesn't know what they're watching. But yeah. it was it was awesome. Right. It was well, incredible. Yeah, they, 
they they look at it in a really analytical way. Yeah, and uh, you know, some people thought he won that fight. Um, my buddy Molly, I always rely on her, or or my partner Jen, I always rely on them for the truth serum. Mm-hmm. Molly said, I, I think he lost that fight, but it was really close. And she said it'd been okay if he got a draw, but you know, it was close. And I said, okay, that's cool. And we knew we weren't going to win that one in Arizona anyway, but it was just the experience of it and letting him know, like, hey, man, you're 126 pounder that can hang in there with 135 pounders. It's a big deal. Right. Like you're good. You know, that mentality of what you just said of knowing that you're an opponent. So for people who don't know a whole ton about boxing and when you're offered a fight and you're offered the opponent Mm -hmm. or you're an opponent, that means that you're expected to not win. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're going to have to do something drastic that you, the yeah. judges can't do anything they can't about. can't go to the judges. Mm-hmm. That's right. So that means that they're favoring the hometown guy mm-hmm. or whatever the the Yeah, the, the promoter has is. a moneyed, invested interest in the in the fighter from the hometown, and they aren't going to risk their money. Yeah. You know, which is stupid. On a, uh, If a person loses, it shouldn't matter. But for some reason, that's sort of locked in right now in boxing. Yeah, you can't have... You can't have losses. I think it's starting to change, though, given that Ryan Garcia-Tank Davis fight. I think it's really starting to change. Like, people are starting to see you can still be of value even if you lose. I mean, there's a certain kind of loss that you can't have. And, you know, Mm. like, you if you can't get through, you're not going to go to the next level. But I wonder if a little bit of that is the thinking, the MMA thinking, uh, seeping into boxing. It might be. I hope so. And just fans demanding more fights and good quality fights. And if you're only fighting fights, you can win. You're not going to get a good fan base. Well, I mean, that's the Floyd effect, right? Where 50, and zero, but the first 30 of them are. Well, I don't know about that. He, he beat Diego Corrales at 130 pounds. Uh, um, in the beginning of his career, I mean, that was a tremendous fight, and he shellacked him. I mean, he he fought good fights. In the begin- yeah, he was about beginning, middle of his, maybe middle of his career, the first part of his career, okay. Corrales. Yeah, no, he fully fought good people. But okay. Yeah, he didn't get, I mean, I think he gets a lot of criticism. He fought a lot of good fights. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Canelo was um, young and up and coming when Floyd was on his downhill decline. Right. So, I mean, he beat him handily. He did. <laughs> He made him look stupid, (laughs) amateur. Yeah, it was beautiful. So, and that's a declining Floyd, you know, a declining Floyd, whatever that is. There's no decline in that guy. Although he's still got like another 10, 15 fights after that, I think. Uh, Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) The CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos with two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. It's super easy for you to get some delicious Mexican food, tacos, burritos, tostadas, whatever you like. I prefer the birria tacos. They're delicious. I dip them in a consume. Ugh, love it every single time. The Capitol Hill location has a convenient drive-thru, or you can pick up your order and enjoy the patio. Rancho Bravo Tacos also offers catering. If you have an event coming up and you're in charge of catering, go to the website, ranchobravotacos.com, fill out the catering form, You'll get it all sorted out. They'll get it all worked out. And your event will be a hit. You will be the hit of your event if you get catering from Rancho Bravo Tacos. So don't forget, Capitol Hill, Wallingford, the website, RanchoBravoTacos.com. Catering, patio, drive through Perfect, convenient, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and then now he's getting... Exhibitions, yeah. To do exhibitions yeah, yeah, in it's Japan. Cr- so crazy to me. But yeah, I think... Uh, 
Yeah, if you're an opponent, it sucks, but sometimes you just have to take it. As right. long as you know that you, like, I knew Greg could handle himself. Yeah. Like, he's a tremendous fighter, and he'd struggle with confidence a little bit, but that helped him a bit. And then we went down to Tijuana just because I didn't want to take more opponent fights. Yeah. We had lots of offers, but they were all not smart fights to take. So I just paid money for him to go to Tijuana. And you don't pay for the win. You just pay for the opponent's purse. And then... These guys are hard. Uh, they they're awkward. You're gonna you're gonna probably win because the, you know they're just guys and they're making a living. But yeah. they know when to duck their head and they can hurt your hands and they know when to do all right. these crazy things. So it was great experience for them to go down there. So is it? I mean, it's the 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 comparison is what Greg Haugen said when he fought uh, Julio Cesar Chavez that he fought mostly cab drivers. Is that who, like, would down there, is that who fights? Are these serious guys that really want to go at it or, no, like, weekend they're, warriors? They're, they're not weekend warriors. They're, they're guys, like, this is how they're making a living, man. I okay. mean, this is, you know, we pay a purse, and I don't know how much the promoter keeps, and I don't know how much the promoter gives the fighter, but, mm. you know, that's money that goes a long way in Mexico. Yeah. And so they're, they're fighting out of necessity. A lot of these guys are older even. Um, and then some of the guys are guys that are going to be up and coming and they're going to make it out of Mexico into um, some big fight. But um, no, they're they're not. I, to say they're cab drivers to me is really disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Greg they're, got tons of hate. Yeah, I don't blame it, but, but Greg does open it. Oh, his mouth a bit. Yeah. That's, that's the 80, what, yeah. 80 something that yeah. he said that? Yeah. I, I think. Um, yeah, they're not cab drivers. They're, they're, they're really, I don't know, really good people. Mm. Like all the opponents were really great people and really crafty. Um, but you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna make it as right. a fighter, but they're, they're fighting out of necessity and they fight, you know, at least every month, if not more often. And so the referee is not going to let them get harmed. So okay. you're not going to get a knockout. Right. Unless you catch them with one clean shot somehow. But like if you start beating them down, the referee is going to step in and stop it because these are guys that need this for their livelihood. Mm. And how many times have has Greg fought down there? Did we go three or three times? I think just three times. Three I times. think. Yeah. Um, and then we got this fight. I was trying to not go again. It's a lot of money. You know, right. we have to fly to Time. San Diego. You have to pay for the purse. Uh, just, it's a lot. Um, the pro promoter Hibaro, who was a champion himself, they're awesome. And his wife, Hilda, who, uh, runs a lot of the operation, they're incredible people. And it was worth it to go see them, but just, you know, you don't want to keep doing that. Yeah. And Greg needed to have a step up in competition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, when people hear Tijuana, I think a lot of them who've seen Creed, <laughs> that scene, the first scene comes to mind where he's in Tijuana and warming up himself in an alley. It's kind of like that, dude. <laughs> There's, it's, we, we fought two places. One was the Big Punch Arena. The Big Punch. And it's a shithole. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where the ropes are actual ropes. Kind of <laughs> like that, yeah. And then the other one we fought in a nightclub called the, uh, is it Revolution? It's on the Strip in Tijuana. Oh. It, like uh, whatever that main drag is of all party bars that everybody like crosses the border to go to. I'm, yeah. It's not my style, but. Like strip yeah, clubs. Yeah, we go, we go and we fought there and that was a little nicer, but you know. Uh, yeah, it's, 
you, we warmed up in a back room and there's a couch in there that I don't want to know what happens on the couch. And, and it's a dingy little room and all of us are in there, um, from one corner in this little teeny room. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's a great experience. Hey, honestly, yeah, that's the Mexican way, man. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, it was a cool experience. So for this fight, um, Machina Productions, mm-hmm. their first, and I had Jose Cervantes in here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Greg was just actually listening <clears throat> to that podcast yeah. today. And I, I invited Greg too. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, Greg, send me a message. I'm, I'm ready. We I'll, we can talk. I'll make sure he gets here. Yeah, to have him in, to have in, um, him in here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was talking about Ray doing, you know, being a great guy to work with and really happy with uh-huh. how everything went. What was your experience with? with uh, I didn't. I didn't deal with Ray at all. Um, uh, Keith's the matchmaker, Keith. so I just dealt with Keith. And then um, it was, you know, it's fine. It's just a business. Uh, it made sense on paper that mm. that kid was five and zero. Um, he fought three times in, or he was was four and oh, uh, five and zero. Oh. He fought four times in Mexico, one time in Montana, and Montana is another one of those places where you pay to fight. Yeah, and you've been to Mont. You've taken someone, haven't you? No, not mm. not for not for pros just for amateurs i went to i went to uh kalispell montana with two of my amateurs but no you just montana is another place too where you pay pay to fight and you get an opponent and they're not gonna be that great and uh, you can get experience and get a win on your record most likely Mm -hmm. so that kid went there he had a, a short amateur career. It made sense on paper. It was it was a smart fight to take. And it was, I thought, in my mind, I thought since it's just a local two Washington guys that we would get a fair shake and it yeah. would be a, a fair shot. And uh, it was not. No, I saw your disappointment right away. Oh, when they said split decision, I think the, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Oh, good. Because I turned around to our fans and I said, we're fucked. I just knew it. The minute they said split decision, I was yeah. like, oh, no way in hell. There's That fight wasn't even close. Split decision, we're fucked. I knew it. No. So as I was watching it, from a casual observer as I am, the other guy just seemed more fancy. I don't know. That's, I was the, he, the he worst was just way. trying to load up with big shots. He was... Um, he was always going back. Greg was chasing him down every round. Greg was doing, Greg had, I believe, the harder punches, mm-hmm. better combinations, compact. The other guy was flamboyant is probably the better word. Mm-hmm. Like he was flamboyant, you know, a lot of going back. Um, but I yeah. don't think that he really did anything special. No, uh, there was, uh, so in my opinion... Maybe, maybe the kid could have got two rounds and that was when Greg was stubborn and standing in front of him because after round, I think it was three or four, four, round four, he came back to the corner and I'm go, dude, this is this kid's promotional company. Do not give any opportunity for them to take this from you. Do not stand in front of him and just slug it out with him because that's not really your style. You're boxing the shit out of this kid. Do not stand in front of him. Why are you doing that? And Greg says to me, I'm hard headed coach. (laughs) And I said, that's great. Stop being fucking hard headed and let's box. And, um, I had an amazing corner, Molly McConnell and Josh worked with me. It was seamless. Mm. I was, it's the, Really, I was just able to just do my job. I was able to just coach Greg. They like handed me a water bottle that was open with no cap on it. I was like ready to, you know, it was unbelievable. And so then Molly reiterated about, you know, him boxing and 
and um, keeping his hand up at the end of combinations. And, and he went back out and he boxed. And it was, I was ecstatic. It is in 42 fights, he found himself. Mm. Greg has found himself and he is confident. And uh, he was ripping to that kid's body. He was yeah. hurting him. He hurt him with a left hook that happened right by my corner. It was beautiful. He wobbled him. Yeah. It was gorgeous. He hurt him twice. He hurt him in the last round too. Hurt the kid. And that kid hit Greg clean three punches and Greg just kept walking right. forward. It, it's yep. just no, no power difference. Uh, um, no power, um, comparison whatsoever. Uh, Greg had the power. Yeah. You could, I definitely noticed that. I'm, I'm deeply disappointed. I'm deeply disappointed. It's disgusting that, um, judges, um, uh, you know, I, it's not like they get paid off. It's just that it, it's judging, right? Yeah. So if, if you're gonna see it through a lens that you want to please the promoter, then that's garbage or whatever it is. I don't know what they're thinking. One of the judges had it correct, I believe. Yeah. And that was four rounds to two. Now every, I'm not joking you, every single boxing coach all over Seattle and in the Northwest has come up to me and been pissed off about this decision that it was garbage. Mm. And um, um, it's just, it's because you're messing with people's careers. Like, I don't care about the whatever, you know, it's a yeah. win or a whatever. It, and I'm not a person to say I get ripped off. Uh, I'm a person right. to say my kid left it too close. That's really what I would say. Like, my kid left it too close. He, he gave too many questions in there. But Greg left no questions in there. There was not a single question to be had. It was so obvious that he shellacked that kid. Yeah. You know, I think I will admit, I think the crowd uh, influenced me because mm. there was just so much. There was just the earth. They were loud. Yeah, they were loud. Every time <clears throat> Greg would block a yeah. shot, they were screaming right. when the kid would the, the kid threw like 15 punches around, maybe. Yeah, he was b dancing back. Yeah, he he, he threw maybe 15 punches. The reason he was dancing back is because he was getting hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, that Greg coming forward. And and so I, I, you know, I will probably I will admit that I do think the crowd did influence me mm -hmm. um, because I at the end, I thought, wow, it's split decision. I didn't think he well because I did take away all of the what I consider the fancy stuff away from the other guy. I said, there's no way Greg lost. And I was surprised when they said that he did. But then when they announced it and the crowd went nuts, I said, OK, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like there would have been a whole bunch of pissed off people if it had I, been the other way. You around. know, I, I don't think so. I no. think they knew he lost. Yeah, the, the crowd, the table, the cr crowd was quiet for the whole fight, except for when the kid would throw a punch, mm. you know. How does Greg feel? Uh, he feels he was a little he felt a little broken at first, like yeah. really like like really like he goes, I'm not going to lie, coach. I feel a little broken. I said, that's OK, dude. But yeah. by the time. Uh, we all went and had some food together, just a small group of people from the gym. And mm. it was really nice, uh, really good people, chill people. And um, uh, he really realized, man, um, I did fantastic. Yeah. I did everything I needed to do. And he was motivated, motivated immediately. He's watched this fight uh, probably about 20 times. He's I've watched it. Uh, several times because I'm like, am I crazy? Where is it? Oh, uh, um, one of our uh, people in the stands recorded it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we we kept it. 
And we've watched it a bunch because I always watch footage for what I want to work on next. Well, we should probably put that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Um, I'll ask Greg. It's up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up to him. I'm sure people would want to see it. I would want to see it again. Yeah, his first. To his, see how wrong I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can see it. It was a beautiful fight. It was really It was nice. really good. It mm-hmm. was it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the that sucks that he did get the short yeah, end. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm salty about it. I'm, I'm both salty about it. I've been giving attitude to everybody who I can. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Jose Benavides Sr., Told me he didn't see the fight, but and then he tried to tell me it was close either way, and I'm like, bro, it wasn't close at all. It wasn't close at all. Well, you just got to know what the judges are looking for. I go, yeah, the judges were looking for that kid to win. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that's what they were looking that for. That is a horrible thing uh, to say for a uh, boxing judge. Yeah, he know he knows better. He uh, he yeah he knows better. He knows that the kid lost, and I like the kid. The kid's yeah. a really good kid. Yeah, has nothing to do with the kid. Yeah, Jose's a fan of the of the kid. Yeah, yeah, and he, even. When I asked him, I I could see in his eyes. He goes, "It was close." Yeah, no, they the- all know. Are you kidding me? They all know because here's the thing: is they we've been sparring at Benavides, yeah, and Greg was struggling a little bit with confidence, so they thought they were gonna smoke him out the water, and that was my favorite thing. Mm. I just knew it. And we went one last time to Benavides, and I told Greg, "Don't do much. Don't do anything." I just get in here and get a few rounds in. Mm. Don't do anything. We're sparring a, a Dominican guy, and we're actually going to go sparring there again Tuesday because it's great sparring, you know, for us in the daytime, and we don't have to drive to Portland and Vancouver where yeah. I've been driving. Greg, to, I drive three hours to get him rounds, and so um, Malverde uh, from Fisticuffs and uh, Lorenzo Caldera from Molly McConnell's gym will go down there, drive three hours, and get sparring. And so I'm like, this is a dream to have good sparring yeah i mean there's lots of good guys around but it's just really consistent a sparring place. on a tuesday yeah, yeah. why and, does he just draw i mean that's a big name does he just draw those people like do they drive a ton too far to go to to des moines the dudes he's sparring with n- do you think n- <clears throat> no the the dudes he's sparring with are from benavides gym yeah so, so but but are those guys from here or do they well some have come all over because you know i mean who who wouldn't want to be yeah. associated with Benavides if you yeah uh, if you're an aspiring boxer and uh, you're around like you know uh, they've got Benavides they've got Rayo they've got the Pacheco brothers yeah. uh, um, I mean that's some great talent and great sparring so yeah for sure uh, it makes sense that yeah. that we can get there's a little bit more uh, density there and uh, and some good work for Greg's level so that's nice no that's awesome that's great um I I enjoyed the whole the whole show it was a great show I think it, it was very really well good done. it was matchmaking was good mm-hmm. um the I'm gonna complain because mm-hmm. of course no alcohol <laughs> no alcohol <laughs> <laughs> have you been to the Emerald Queen not the new one. Oh, dude it is fan. Fantastic. Is it? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um Whit Hayden is the promoter there now. And Who? Whit yeah, he was um uh I know I only know him through um Sam Detusa, who was my manager when I fought. Mm. And so uh I went to the fights um the week it was the week before uh the one at the at the um college. Honestly, dude, fantastic. Mm. Is it in the same is it on the boat it's redone it's in the new casino they've redone everything it oh. is so fancy they have a bunch of camera angles on from the top from every angle 
It is such a nice arena. It oh. is amazing. So it's not in the same place. No, it is so different and so new. It's incredible. No. Dude, it is. You've got to check it okay. out. It is a great place to see a show. It is. It is great. Do you know if it's going to be a regular? Yeah, I think their next show is going to be in August. Okay. What happened to Hallquist? Um, he's still there. He works for Emma Queen. Uh, he just shut down his promotions, and mm. I don't know why, but he shut down his promotional company, and uh, he works for the Emma Queen still. And then uh, I forget what Witt's promotional company name is, but he's, he's running it now. His, uh, he works for PBC. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so okay. he has a connection to PBC. Because his website um, primarily has MMA stuff on there. Oh yeah, I'm. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, mm. I'm not. I'm not real. I hate the boxing business. I love boxing. <laughs> Just box. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. No, I'll have to go check out the the Emerald Queen. It, it's a great place to see a show. It's an incredible arena, and um, I guess like they have all their concerts there now too. And mm. it's really a great place to mm. see a show. Yeah. So I wish there had been <laughs> beer. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty show. of people who were drinking before they came to the show. I believe it. I believe if I had tried hard enough, it. I could have I could have uh, done some pre-funking in the parking lot <laughs> with someone. Um, and sitting on those bleachers for three hours is not fun. No, you got to put the money on the tables. <laughs> That's the tables had the good seats. <laughs> yeah, man, I <clears throat> it. Yeah, it was not it was not fun. And then plus I went with my buddy Kelly. Oh yeah, yeah. Um and he's um okay, if he listens, he's gonna get mad. <laughs> he's uh a little <laughs> bit older than I am. So he was he you know, again, not the most comfortable. But next time we'll just take our little uh our little cushions yeah. and do it. But hopefully they keep on going. I mean what yeah, I was it's telling, a, it's a great place to have a show. Yeah, what I was telling Jose is if you're well, I'll just talk to the 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 people here nearby. It's like if you dig boxing, you have to go support these shows. You do, and and Jose is wonderful. I mean, that guy, uh, he was my nemesis for my amateurs because <laughs> he's so powerful. He's he dropped two of my amateurs, and one of them he dropped mm. them in two fights. Like, wow. yeah, I'm like that guy has power. He most of his fights are going to end in knockout. Yeah, yeah he is a tremendous fighter, and I've always enjoyed him a lot. It's um well the and I love Mario. Yeah, I I he adore had, Mario. I mean, kids are just like they just flock over there. Yeah, because um, Mario is a great dude, and he's produced a lot of champions. Uh, he's a he's the the professor. Yeah, he is so good. Um, I thought that Jose had dropped the guy with the right hook. Yeah, no, no, it was the body. It was the body shot. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I was far up. Too. I was pretty far away. I guess I, I could have gone closer. He he has so much power though, dude. He thumped him. He was I was like, Oh, I feel sorry for this dude. I even not even knowing who he was. I'm like, Yeah, this dude's <laughs> a goner. <laughs> you see you hear Jose Cervantes' name, you know, oh man, you're in trouble. Yeah, he's uh he he produces good fights. Mm -hmm. He you know, if we talk about boxing and the commitment that it takes mm. and everything involved in it. Um, when he was here, he said that his last fight that was at the Maidenbauer Center, so mm, Makina's yeah, first promotion, yeah. he lost that one. He got dropped in an early round. Oh, he did. And he must not have been prepared. Yeah, that's he said. He said. Uh, he said no. I don't mean to diminish my opponent, my the the winner. It's like no credit taken, but it was discipline. 
it yeah, was. Yeah, I can see that. He was training to lose weight, not training yeah, to improve. Yeah, it's not good. That's not good. So it's like that's, you know, in the post that I did, I said, <clears throat> I said self-awareness of self-awareness can lead to growth and changing your mindset. 100%. And that self-awareness is super, like, you know, knuckle, being, you know, knuckleheaded. Mm-hmm. But we need, you know. No, self-awareness is everything. I live by that, that, and I demand it of my fighters. Yeah. Uh, you have to have. Well, and, and myself. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there's no, why even work with anyone if. It, yeah, you're you're not, you're going to have a victim. Yeah. The, they're What's not the going to take responsibility. And, um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, you have to be self-responsible. Mm. Yeah. It, it takes unbelievable effort dude it is there's no sport it's like even with my amateurs like i remember my favorite thing ever i hope they put it on the wall but one of my fighters was like why does everything have to be so intense <laughs> and i'm like bro <laughs> well, first of all look at me and second of all it's boxing yeah so it's gonna be <laughs> you know you know even piggybacking off what we said a little bit before where you boxers train it's hard tra- it's hard to train in boxing um, you know, I have, when people tell me, oh, you know, it's boring. Like I've had a couple of people tell me that they don't like boxing because they think it's boring. It's like, it's just two people dancing around. Dude. I just look at them and I say, okay, let's go in the backyard and you can put on some pair of gloves <laughs> and hit that bag out there. I'll give you 90 seconds of hitting it and that's it. You'll be done. Yeah. Now imagine that for three minutes plus someone else is do, is trying to hit you back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you're moving around in a in front 17, of a in front of a crowd who's judging crowd. you. <laughs> I said, I mean, I mean, it's like, do is there a little bit of a lag maybe in some rounds? Like, absolutely, but it's still the ultimate chess match. It's a brilliant sport. It's I mean, a brilliant sport. You can't hide. Nope. You can't. Something as simple as putting your hand raising like you when when people hear keep your hands up i mean if you just do it it's like this is the easiest thing in the world Mm-mm. but putting on with adrenaline <laughs> you know with gloves on while you're getting hit yeah you it's just un just mm-hmm. unbelievable and you're having to um you're having to override your fight or flight system so hey have have at it try it you and, try it <laughs> and mental to be smart yeah. your 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 iq mm-hmm. you know Something that I well, I mean, I, don't, I I have not seen very many of Javante Davis's fights, mm. um, and but of course I saw this last one. Mm-hmm. Did you see it with yeah. Ryan Garcia? Yeah, I was in Santa Clara with one of my boxers, and we got her on the zone. And then his opponent and his opponent's coach came over to a hotel, and we watched it together. Oh, very cool. It was awesome. Um, but his fight IQ is is man, and super and he's, impressive. He's really patient. Uh, he is very composed and. Impatient, and it is very impressive. He he's patiently waiting for the right time. Yeah, yeah, it's very smart. He's very smart because he. I, I I saw a stat the other day where he throws the least amount of punches for his weight class, but has the highest knockout percentage. That's pretty impressive. And and then that's what they're talking about. It's like you know he's patient. He's just waiting. Yep. He knows. And so this is. This is something that, well, one, I'm not a Ryan Garcia fan at all. Yeah. I think he's completely fabricated. 
he's he was really he he's not fabricated but mm. but no he he had a very good amateur career well, he's not fabricated and he fought all the all the top guys yeah these guys have been around forever Haney and um Tank and Garcia and like all of them they've yeah. all been around a long time I he's not fabricated now as far as um um yeah, he's he's better than you think. Well, I'll say that his just, popularity is fabricated. Yeah, his popularity is yeah. fabri- fabricated, but because he's very marketable. Right. But Joe Goosen would not take a kid on that's fabricated. Oh, he, Joe's gotten so much hate after this. I, that's dumb. He's amazing. I he is probably in my top five trainers. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this guy <laughs> is amazing. One of the things that they were like, he wasn't at the post fight conference and they were just speculating why and well i mean i don't know why i still don't know why. i don't know but either it's that's not a, worth speculating <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i'm just i'm just not a ryan garcia fan i that's just don't okay. and it's um the, the what stuck out to me is that when gervonta knocked out santa cruz mm-hmm. who is teeny he's little <laughs> little super little yeah and I mean, nowhere close to Javante Power. No, not, and not anywhere close to even that weight class, no. really. And, I mean, Leo is known for throwing tons and tons yeah, of punches. Yeah, and Leo's and amazing. He's he's really and good. And his knockout, was that does not discredit how amazing Leo Santa Cruz is amazing. Yeah. But in in it, it Tank goes, this guy threw four, three punches. He threw the same punch three times at he, me. Yeah. And then that's when he got him. Yeah. Uh, after he threw the first one. So you so you already know by hearing that that Tank is super analytical. Yeah. Keeps that into his, you know, in his memory, can process that information. The 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 knockdown that he did with Ryan, Ryan threw the same punch four times. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Here's the thing though. I want you to go back and I want you to watch the f- part of the fight. And what I can't understand, and I need I haven't gone back yet and seen other Ryan fights. His front foot is too angled, mm. and I don't know why. Like, it's at a big angle, and therefore, mechanically, it's impossible for him to throw a right hand without reaching. Mm. So he was reaching on his right hand, and secondly, you can't throw a left hook mechanically well the way his left foot was placed. So I'm not understanding if he was just feeling defensive and he did that as a protective mechanism without realizing it, or does he always have his left foot like that? But I don't think so because I don't— he couldn't generate the power he does on his left hook, but that's why he couldn't throw his left hook. And he couldn't use his right hand to set up the left hook because it, look at his left foot. It's literally normally be pointing a little closer. It was all the way this way, almost sideways. Hmm. And if you look, he was always on the very inside of Tank and Tank yeah. was always getting the outside foot. Not that you have to have the outside foot all the time. I, I don't believe that, but it was so grossly angled that he was sure to be square with his center line to tank and it made no sense to me i didn't understand it so i'm i've got to go back and look at other ryan fights and see does he always stand like that but i don't recall him standing like that it was really different so that and there's no way goosen taught him that yeah that's just habit so that compounded with just how far his right hand was away from his face so tank could come up with the with that and so what a lot of people online have done is stitch together video of Ryan just throwing the left hook for for his social media because he just wants people to see how fast 
and strong he is. And showing his right hand. And his right hand is <laughs> in La La Land. His right hand is in a different area code. It's so far away. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be just a habit because that's, I mean. Oh, very <laughs> much so it could be habit. But again, like he wasn't with Goosen all that long for this yeah. fight. Um, I hope he stays with Goosen. Uh, he was more composed the whole the whole uh, pre-fight. Ryan was more composed. Yeah. And I think that's Goosen's doing. I don't know. I, Calling I, him. Yeah. I mean, Goosen had Diego Corrales. Goosen is incredible. I went, um, I had a, a, my buddy Mo, Mo Cisse, came over to watch yeah. to watch the fight. And um, he was, he he knows about boxing, but not old fights. So, mm-hmm. like, he was talking about George Foreman. I'm like, he's like, is George Foreman a big deal? I'm like, George Foreman <laughs> is a fantastic, is, is huge. Yeah. I mean, he's just young, right? So, it's, yeah. like, that's sort of known. Yeah. So then, I'm sorry. That was not Mo. That was someone else who said that. Mo, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I was talking about Joe Goosen, and I'm like, Joe Goosen cornered probably one of the best Ugh. fights. And then we looked it up on YouTube, saw. The Corrales Castillo fight. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's just brilliant. Just abs- That fight was just absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and then we went down the YouTube fight rabbit hole, and I found the fight with uh, Mickey Ward and the last name uh, Sanchez. Yeah. Where... For 11 rounds, Mickey Ward was doing absolutely nothing. And Have you seen this fight? And then drops him. Drops him with the body shot. Got lucky. <laughs> and I, that's what's so funny is the, the announcers for that fight were so shocked. Yeah. They were so shocked that he had actually done something. Yeah, Mickey takes so much punishment. <laughs> Ooh, he... Those were, man, then, well, you know how I can get after a few drinks and on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, you're on YouTube. I was uh, like, let's watch the Gotti War fights. It's like yeah. there's three of them and they're all spectacular all of they're them. all brilliant yeah um so what's the um what's the does he want to get back in there does oh, he want the next heck yeah greg is <clears throat> motivated yeah um i'm i can't really say until i know for sure yet but we have some exciting things coming up so yeah yeah what do you think it'll be in state or out of state it'll probably have to i guess a good question i can't say yet <laughs> good question but uh, we we're in training camp. I'm actually having to take him to Lubbock, Texas with me so I can train him while I have the amateurs. Mm. <laughs> yes. So let's do this. <laughs> Trisha, what is the day in the life of boxing gym owner slash trainer slash good Samaritan? <laughs> I uh, I get up most mornings um, between five thirty to six, and uh, I um, I weigh myself every day. <laughs> I <laughs> make breakfast, um, take my dogs out, feed my dogs. I usually head to the gym, and I usually have clients right away. Um, I work all, all day long with clients, and uh, in between, I train Greg about ten thirty in the morning. Two of my elite amateurs train with him a couple days a week. So, um, my Who are they? 165 pound Andrea Robinson. She's, I think she's ranked three in the nation at, mm-hmm. at 165. And then Reth Duir, he's 139 pounds, uh, 25 fights, um, not ranked yet, but been at a um, national qualifier. We're trying to get him qualified for nationals again this year. Um, you have a knack for attracting super tall. <laughs> 
Yeah. Super tall fighters. Yeah. That don't, don't weigh a whole which lot. Which is hilarious because I'm the shortest, shittiest footwork <laughs> fighter I ever met. And all my fighters have good footwork because they have to. They cannot box like I did. I, you know, I, I, uh, I had bad balance, but I just was mm. in your face. Just <laughs> but I, I could box. So when your coach told you why, you know, don't stand in front of them. Uh, they didn't tell me to not stand in front of them. <laughs> They're like, stand in front of them. <laughs> like this is- I had I had power and uh, grit. These these mm. boxers I have have good skill, mm. uh, good footwork. Uh, yeah, I, I coach all day. I just coach all day. I train people. <clears throat> you know, I'm a biomechanics specialist, so I train a lot of people on their biomechanics and fixing bodies. Uh, I mentor a couple kids, um, work with them on on decision-making, self-responsibility. Um, I work with my coaches, and uh, um, my coaches, uh, Cassidy and Cisco, uh, we train together once a week. I think we're going to add a second day now. that So we're learning and we're training, so we're mm. doing both. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I get breaks throughout the day, so I'll walk back and forth home. I usually do my chores. Every time I get a break between a client, I run home, uh, do some chores. I walk my dogs back and forth. Um, I get done at um, 8.30, quarter to 9 at night. Sheesh. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of times 12-hour days, sometimes 13-hour days. I work Sundays. Um, if I have fights, I work on Saturdays. I like working. That's a long day. <laughs> yeah, it's a long day. I get little downtime. You know, I try to really get outside in the sun, get outside, take little breaks in between clients, but I'm, I'm pretty stacked. And the gym um, how's the gym going? It's the- good. We're in our 10th year. I'm, I'm ecstatic about yeah. it. It's been busy. Um, just the right amount. Like if you aren't serious about learning to box, don't come to my gym. <laughs> if you just want to do some jumping jacks, don't come to my gym. Yeah. If you want to learn to box, my <clears throat> coaches are, are tremendous <clears throat> teachers and you can get in shape learning to box. You don't have to get in shape just doing burpees. Yeah. Um, I, I had a dumb question to ask you. Yeah. So I've been going to LA Fitness, it's close by. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> a lot of people go there. And uh, I've been going there. And the other day, I was doing, I was doing, um, I was on a machine just doing a, a, a machine chest press. Yeah, just don't talk to me about that. I know. That nonsense. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, I was going to get this reaction. From <laughs> yes. Me. But I turn, I turn to increase the weight. And so I'm facing this way. I turn to the back to face, to, to change the weight. And I Right in back of this machine, there is the glute machine oh, yeah. where you lay on your stomach yeah. and then, you know, and then uh, it's a hamstring. Sorry. It's the hamstring. Oh, yeah. So I turn and what do I see? I see this chick wearing the pretty much uh, not that much more than a thong. Oh. Like wow. those mega booty shorts that go way up on the butt, oh. and then she's laying down. And then I just turn and I look, and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> it's like, You're asking me. <laughs> well, I'm asking. I asked. I said that Is to this myself. Rhetorical. I was like, <laughs> "Like, what is the point of this?" It's like, am I the creep now because I just happen to have seen this when I'm out open in the gym? Only if there's video, Carlos. <clears throat> Only if there's video of it. Well, I mean, with the. I was I came home and I told my wife I was like like what's the point of like what is the point of this is like I don't quite understand but the you know my my question what's going to be is if there is a member at your gym who's in there mm-hmm. and videoing herself in very do you really think 
Do you really think that there's going to be a person in my gym doing that? No. I mean, really. <laughs> no, that's why I say it's a dumb question. Yeah, it's a dumb question. Okay, <laughs> usually there aren't dumb questions. That's <laughs> that, a dumb question. Well, the, I mean, so the, <laughs> the the point is to know that the, it's to super highlight that you have a serious gym. Yeah, it's a serious gym. We have a lot of fun, but it's serious. Uh, you know, we want to, we, we take pride in, boxing skills yeah. and and my coaches are very good coaches. I mean they're uh, they're very good coaches. Yeah. It's people who want to train, want yeah. to get better. Yeah. The even the conversation before class and after class yeah. is boxing related. <laughs> yes. It really is. It, and you know and as it's I've gone awesome. to other gyms, you know I've I've in going to other gyms, the conversation rarely isn't boxing related before and after it usually turns off into you know what are you doing like clubs yeah no we're really we're very serious about community we're serious about mutual aid uh, we're serious about boxing i just really think that um it's what you need you need people that are serious this uh this world can be a garbage place mm. and if you don't have good people around you uh it's more difficult so i'm trying to enjoy my time on yeah. the planet and i'm trying to make a um, impact that matters and and then kick off and be happy and then throw punches in the meantime yeah yeah thank goodness hurt people throwing. hurt people <clears throat> okay maybe you don't set out to hurt people but hurt <laughs> people in the ring not outside the ring yeah hurt, hurt <laughs> people in the ring yeah the it's tempting it's tempting but yeah no keep it in the ring <laughs> um let's see are there what's the next big fight coming up um who kate Katie Taylor, Katie Taylor yeah. is fighting in a f like not not Amanda Serrano now. I think that one's off, and she's oh, fighting it? somebody else. But I don't think it's an easy fight. It's in Ireland. It was supposed to be in Ireland, uh, Serrano and her, unless that got changed. I, I can't remember what mm. happened. I did go to the Katie Taylor Serrano fight. Man, uh, it was people need to see that one, dude. It was so fun. It was insanity between the Puerto Ricans and the Irish in the crowd. <laughs> It was so much fun. And it was just really cool as a, a female athlete, just getting to see people treat it normal. Yeah. Because I, I get tired of being asked, if, do I coach men too? Or all those other dumbass questions that come out there just because I'm a chick. Uh, yeah. It was so great just to see two people fight it out and have an entire two nations behind who them. Were, it was, who was incredible. Who was the, who was the loudest? Dude, there's, there's no, they're, they're both. They're both oh, very man. passionate. Oh man, it was, it was awesome. It the was Irish so. Irish love their combat sports. Man. Oh, and the, the Irish are the best fans too, but the Puerto Ricans are the best fans. So, you know, what are you going to do? You yeah. just, you have the best fans <laughs> in there. It was incredible. I, it was electric. It was I electric. I need to go back and watch that fight. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Jen and I went with Molly and her wife. Uh, it was great. I saw. Now, Queen Underwood was there who, you know, was in, uh, went to the Olympics uh, mm. from the Northwest. And it was great to see all the women that I'd been boxing with most of my younger years uh, at that event getting to witness this. It was so dang cool. Nice. Yeah. I love going to big fights. Uh, I haven't been to a big fight in a long time. That's my only big fight I've ever been to. I've been to small ones in Vegas, which are also yeah. very, very fun. The Let's see. What was the last big fight I went to? You know what? It had to have been... Um, Triple G Canelo 2. That was probably pretty fun. That one was fun. I think that was the last one. I told the but my buddy from Chicago who I go mm -hmm. with, he mm -hmm. I, a, a few weeks ago I sent him a message saying, when are we going to go to the next fight? <clears throat> 
I said, I want to go to MMA. And then he's like, well, I don't really like MMA, but let's, we'll go anyway. So he's been following up with me every week or so. Which fight, which fight? Sam, we, uh, so the Palace Station Hotel and Casino, hmm. um, the, uh, um, the UFC is, I think, uh, part owned by the owner of the Palace Station. So the UFC people are there. And unfortunately, the slap boxing people were there too. We were there <laughs> for- so dumb. Dude, let me tell you, slap daddy, I don't even, I don't want to know him. And I had to know him because <laughs> that guy- was awful. He the things he was calling his girlfriend mm. in the hallway. He was really drunk, mm. and he would walk down the hallway blasting his music. And I thought this jerk. And they call themselves athletes, and I was looking at them all, and I'm like, they're not athletes, mm. and it's disgusting and whatever. But UFC was there, and slap boxing well, was there at the it. same time. Yeah, I know. He, yeah, he anything anything for a thing. buck, man. And what a dumbass sport. I would rather see arm wrestling. I amen to that, man. I'd rather see <laughs> pinky wrestling. They have a women version of that, you know. The slap, yeah. I know. I saw those women too. I, I was just like, man, <laughs> what are, what are we coming to? <laughs> You're gonna be super disgusted Go at capitalism. this. capitalism. But there's also a Russian slap organization, and their women they slap their butt cheeks in. Um, in 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 super short shorts too. That's what they do. Wow, <laughs> wow! But they really yeah, I mean, sign me up. They're these huge, you know, red welts on their butt. That uh, that's get. just uh, to get a concussion <laughs> by getting slapped. No, nah, I'm good. It's so dumb. It is. I just don't. I don't get it. But nah. you know, there's. You I'm know, not into it. Whatever. Sports Center eight. It shows the most ridiculous things. I don't even know if it's a thing anyway, but there's every, you name it, there's a competitive league for it. Drone yeah. racing, which, yeah. drone racing, um, cornhole. Really? Oh, yeah. And there's big money in cornhole. Damn, I've picked the wrong sport. <laughs> esports? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know how esports people call themselves that. I, I don't know. Athletes. I don't know either. I just know that I'm sticking in my lane. <laughs> I, I love boxing so very much. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, I'm a purist. Yeah. I like, uh, well, you know, I don't even watch basketball. I'm not big in the NBA anymore. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Football, a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I got to go, my buddy invited me to go to the last XFL Sea uh, Dragons game. Was it pretty fun? Yeah, yeah. We got to go onto the field. It was the last game of the season. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> we saw them warm up. This is something funny. We were watching them warm up, and the first half of we were on the field for about an hour. And for the first thirty minutes, the dudes who were warming up—I don't know—I I don't know anything about football positions, but they were all. I mean, obviously they're in great shape, so mm -hmm. you know, cut. But they were all relatively my size, you know, a few inches taller. Yeah, they're big dudes. But mm -hmm. you know, just general, I didn't look at anyone and say, you know. Are these is this well, as big as they get? Not <laughs> all of them. Not all of them could make it to the NFL, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so then <laughs> I'm watching them, and then like 30 minutes later, the big dudes came, oh, and wow. then I thought, okay, these are the big dudes, and you know the dudes who are you know six five and weigh two seventy five, like Dang. those guys. And I'm they like, move. Holy cow! It's to see a, a man that big. No running because they were doing like spring yeah, running doing their doing their drills, 
to see someone that big running at you at full speed that's <laughs> that's scary yeah really scary <laughs> I, I prefer rugby i like no. going to the rugby you games know, they're they play yeah. just over here right mm-hmm. yeah they play uh starfire stadium and it's really fun i went out uh one time we were invited because those of us that played in the world cup were honored on the field and me and my teammates that went to the world cup in 98 we we got to go on the field and get honored and that was cool it's really a good vibe um it's great for all the kids playing rugby mm. to see pro rugby like that. And again, uh, you know, I was born in a time frame when I, all the things I was doing, it was just like, you know, I got I went into debt playing for my country. <laughs> <laughs> and now to get see them getting paid, it's really cool to see. Hey, pioneer, man. Mm, it's cool to see. I'm really yeah. happy about it. It's <clears throat> exciting. Yeah, we've been talking about going to see. Is that season, st- was it going on? That's a good question. I'm out of the loop, but. You have to we check. Should go, yeah. yeah it's, it's so fun. They've been promoting it. We've seen a few yeah. commercials. It's of it. really cool. Um, and they're good. And they're, they've won a couple of the championships already, uh, you know, since since starting the league. They're doing a nice job. It's super cool. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah, we should we should look. I should go to a game. They're All great. Right. It's fun. Well, tell us about, tell us where the gym is and how to find you and mm. all of that good good stuff uh our carol boxing um is in uh the central district uh it's on 12th and jefferson um we're right by taste of the caribbean some of the absolute best uh, jamaican food you could get Smells anywhere great. it's incredible and uh you can catch me at www.arcaroboxing.com or you Beautiful. can catch me on instagram or carol boxing uh twitter uh Facebook, whatever, whatever's your pleasure there. Um, catch me there. Catch the, all the coaches there. We're, we're pretty active on social media. Um, working on setting up a, a nonprofit. Going to name it after my grandma, Clara M. Carlucci. Oh, yep. that's a great name. Yep. I love it. Um, and a little side note, I kind of understand where my work ethic comes from because my great-grandparents were tenant farmers oh. in Italy, in southern Italy. So, yeah. Going to honor the family with that, so you can uh, start looking out for that. And Beautiful. Just catch us there. <clears throat> Excellent. Excellent. Well, yep, definitely check them all out. And then don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcasting app or on YouTube. Um, you gave me a bunch of good clips. I I'm hope gonna, so. I'm going to be busy. <laughs> um, it's not going to get that many views. Oh, do no, I, no, do I need to say boxing panties? <laughs> boxing panties. <laughs> like five times boxing panties, boxing panties, boxing panties. <laughs> That'll See, be your clip. That is, that's going to be the first clip. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I got you. I, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I do want to for this to be a little bit more boxing. Like, So I've, I've been asking. I asked the... I asked... Who did I ask? Well, anyway, I'll, I'm asking way more boxing people. Just, awesome. Just I'm looking come. forward to it. <clears throat> yeah, it's cool. There's a lot of good boxing in the Northwest, more than people realize. Uh, Victor Morales just won his fight on... Um, Golden Boy Promotions, and he's from Oregon, and he he was actually a sparring partner for Jen when he was fourteen. Oh, wow! And that guy, who he put a shellacking on her. Then what was this fight on? Uh, does or what was it on? I can't even remember now. It was uh, every fight runs into the other, but mm. he was it was a Golden Boy promotion. He just fought last last night. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Okay. Well, we'll um, yeah. I'll, I'll need to I'll need to see it. I'll need to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And then uh, check out the Sneakers Friend. 
<laughs> I finally made a. Com- I finally posted a little commercial that I made for it. I like it. Oh, you know what? We do next time we talk. We'll talk about how we overthink stuff, don't do anything, and then what we think is the worst part, or what we what we think we're gonna get criticized for is rarely what we get criticized for. Okay. Like when I started posting these clips, I thought people were gonna laugh at how fat I am or make some fat comment to me. Yeah. But they they haven't. They I get stupid comments for a whole bunch of other stuff, but not how fat I am. There so you go. So it's like push ultimately it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't have a problem doing things. <laughs> I just do them. Just do them. Yeah, I got it. All about that action. Exactly. (laughs) All right. What I think. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Coach. And then uh, we'll be on the lookout. All right. Bye. Bye.